This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Rays Radio. Swing and a high fly ball. Right field and deep. Geyer to the wall. Rays win. Rays win. Rays win. Welcome to Countdown to Opening Day. D-Man Toy with a two-run walk-off home run. The Rays winning ways here at Tropicana Field continue. Coming up, we sit down with Rays players, coaches, and front office executives to discuss the latest news in Rays baseball. On the lineup, he pitches. Adamas launches one way up into the air into left field. This one's got a chance. Turning Ben Benintendi, Willie Adamas with his first big league hit. It's a home run against Chris Sale. Now, to get you ready for opening day, here are the voices of the Rays. It's the last game for the Rays before they have their first off day of spring training. Rays come in for what it's worth, 5-5 five and five in spring training games. Had a split squad yesterday where really the story yesterday was Brandon Lau. He had four hits, really was within an eyelash of hitting three homers, and he drove in six runs on the day. Now, Brandon's not in the lineup today. Uh, we'll get to some of the guys who are in a moment. On the mound, Ryan Stanek will open. He calls this his first opener of spring training. Of course, that was a big part of the reason the Rays won 90 games, their use of the opener last year. And uh, hopefully Ryan is able to continue to evolve both pitching as opening and also late in games too. We'll get to that with the broadcast with Dave and Andy as we go. As far as the injury front for the Rays, we kind of want to update some news because there haven't been any cuts to speak of, but injuries certainly are relevant this time of year. Um, And at least it's early. We're talking about the 3rd of March. So if guys are missing a couple days here, a couple days there, it's not as concerning as, let's say, if you're at the 17th or the 24th of March with the opener on the 28th. Uh, Matt Duffy remains out of the lineup with hamstring tightness. Now, the good news is he got checked out by, uh, by one of the team physicians in St. Petersburg. Everything checked out okay. He's going to have another off date today. There's an off day tomorrow, and then he'll run again Tuesday. So it looks like he's making some progress in his return to the lineup. Two rays were scratched. One is Yandy Diaz. Uh, just some general soreness and body maintenance needed. He'll be back in the lineup Tuesday. So obviously that's not a big deal. And Tommy Pham has had kind of a sore right shoulder the last couple days. So he's gonna he was scratched from the lineup today. He would have DH, but obviously El Garcia is doing that. So instead we'll see Pham probably DH as Austin Meadows did early in spring training for a few days just to do some regular shoulder maintenance, and he should be fine again uh, before too long. So that's the good for the Rays overall. Now in terms of the show today, you're going to hear from Tommy Pham and also Daniel Robertson, two key pieces of this 2019 Rays team. We're in Bradenton, Florida for the Rays and Pirates, and we'll continue in just a moment. You're listening to the Rays Baseball Network. To Leacock Park, we're in Bradenton, Florida. Rays and Pirates coming up. You're listening to Countdown to Opening Day. Neil Solon's with you and reminding you, you can catch a divisional matchup at Charlotte Sports Park Saturday when the race hosts the O's. The first 1,000 fans in attendance receive a car sunshade courtesy of the Florida Department of Transportation. Go to racebaseball.com slash spring for more info. 
Well, when the Rays won 90 games last year, you could argue the first four months that nobody was more valuable to the team from a position player standpoint than one Daniel Robertson. Certainly had a breakthrough 2018 season. I sat down with Daniel this week and asked him what he learned about himself last year. Personally, it, it, it was nothing. Obviously, I learned a lot about myself physically and, and playing the game and, and um, you know, learning things throughout the season, just swing-wise and, and trying to build off of that. Um, mainly for me, and I, I've repeated it numerous times, just I, f- I feel like I took the ne- next step mentally. Um, now when I say that, it's it's con- how to control an at-bat, um, you know, what to look for in an at-bat rather than be so result-oriented. Uh, and, and when I was doing those things consistently and well, um, the results were better. Like I said, when, when, you, when, you, when you try to get a hit or try to do something more times than not, you're not going to do it. But when, when you break it down in that bat, control your breathing, um, focusing on one thing, whether it's just seeing the ball or, 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 or getting your pitch, things like that, and then, and then asking yourself, kind of assessing the at-bat afterwards, whether you hit or not, did I swing at a good pitch? Was it the pitch I was looking for? Um, how well did I see the ball? Kind of asking myself those questions rather than jumping to conclusions right away. We're, we're silly as baseball players. We're, we're, we're pissed off when we line drive and, and the guy catches it. But if we get a broken bat flare over the first baseman's head, we're, we're, we're fat, dumb, and happy on first base, you know? <laughs> so baseball is a funny game, man. But I think um, that, that was the main thing I kind of worked on and learned throughout the season is uh, how to control those at-bats, and that's something I'm, I'm looking to take into this year as well. You, know, you touch on your offense and the way you control at-bats, but I think what may be as impressive is how well you play defense at three and even at times four spots when you count the outfield too. How difficult was it to do it, and what in your mental game allowed you to do so well no matter where you were playing? Yeah, it's, it's not an easy task, but it's a fun task. Um, you get an opportunity to, to be involved in the game um, at any spot, uh, so to say. Now, with bat- that being said, in, in batting practice and stuff, early work, you got to do your du- due diligence of, um, you know, getting your work in at each spot. Uh, the angles are different on the left side than, than rather than the right side, and, and we like to work in different shifts and everything. So, obviously, here, the more versatile you can be, the better. Um, I love it, man. I love being able to, to get plugged in wherever and, and help the team. Like I said, it takes a lot of a lot of hard work behind the scenes just to stay ready at each spot. And I would guess more than that, it takes buy-in. I mean, I could probably ask Joey the same question about it. And it seems all of you have have bought in, and the results show. You guys won games with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think we have one selfish player on this team that that is is going to not buy into what we're doing here. Um, and that that's how it works, and that's how you be successful as a as a whole group um, is is doing that and and, and being open minded to moving around and. And uh, I think, you know, if we had five guys that wanted to be an everyday player at, at one position, which I'm sure we do, um, you know, it'd be a little tough to run the system we have. But with everyone being so open-minded and, and um, learning to work with each other and get, get our work in at each position really helps it flow a lot easier. I would think that has to be one of the things that excites you for 2019 is how unselfish the group appears to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're all here for each other. At the end of the day, we want to win, uh, you know, if – if it's my night one night and, and, and someone else the next night, you know, that's how, that's how we're going to do it and kind of kind of feed off each other, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it, it's going to be cool to see, um, you know, how, how we can move around and, and um, just help the team day in and day out wherever it is. So. 
even with 90 wins last year, most people are going to pick you guys behind the Yankees and Red Sox. Does that help? Does it allow for motivation? Does it lead you to carry a chip? Or, hey, they're good teams, we're good teams, we just have to show it on the field? Yeah, I mean, I think we can compete with anyone uh, in baseball. Uh, now, with that being said, we got, we got to take it a day at a time, um, game at a time, pitch at a time, not try to jump to conclusions or, 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 or you know, try to get 70, 80 wins before we even play 70, 80 games. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like when, when, when you kind of – and it's the same mentality that I, I talked about with hitting. You know, when you're trying to get four hits a game, you know, chances are you're not. But when, when, when you break everything down and, and do what you need to do fundamentally – kind of can control what you can control. I feel like um, that's, that's how we're going to have to go throughout, you know, that's how we're going to go about our business throughout the season. With that being said, yeah, I think, I think we can compete, you know, with, with uh, the teams in our league, and I think it, it does give us that chip on our shoulder to, to kind of prove people wrong. You, we talk about, you know, this club and, and the way they're kind of put together. You guys all seem to be comfortable in interchangeable roles, but that goes for the lineup too. You hit leadoff some last year, and your on-base percentage was better than 380 for the year. What makes a good on-base guy, and why do you think you've done so well in terms of finding a way aboard regardless of the situation? I mean, I, I don't necessarily think it's a guy that, that is going to see 10, 12 pitches in that bat. You know, I feel like that's kind of old school. You want your guy at the top of the lineup to, to see pitches and let the guys behind him get a look at what's going on. For me, a guy that's going to lead off a game just understands themselves and, and their strengths and weaknesses and, and knows how to control that bat, knows what they're looking for. If it's the first pitch and they get things going, great. You know, if they happen to work work a count and, and, and work a walk and, and now you're seeing that that many pitches, then, then it's good for the guys behind you. But just take that solid approach. I mean, I, I think I can speak for everyone in the lineup. No matter who's leading off, I think we're going to treat it as – the same as if we were hitting seventh, eighth, ninth, or you know, third, fourth, or fifth. It's kind of I get. I feel like people get caught up in leading off. Like I said, you got to kind of work the count, da 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 da. But I, I think if you understand your strengths and weaknesses, and you know, you can get plugged in anywhere in the lineup and, and be successful. And um, you know, obviously, as a leadoff hitter, I, I know for myself, I. I kind of just try to slow down the at-bat and, and not try to do too much just so I can get on base for those guys behind me to, to drive me in. You also told me in the offseason how helpful Matt Duffy was with you from the mental side of the game. We've talked about your mental approach. How can you now even help some other players? Because it's still a very young group. There are a lot of guys who maybe, whether it's Brandon Lau or I can name several others, who may end up playing important roles in their first full year in the big leagues. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you always, in this game, you always want to, take what you learn from, you know, your peers or, or guys that have been around a little while and, and, and kind of pass it down uh, to, to the guys behind you coming up. Um, I know for me, I was very lucky and, and, and fortunate to play with guys like, you know, Evan Longoria and Logan Morris and, those, you know, Steven Sousa, those guys that were, were really um, solid in their approach and what they were trying to do. And then uh, with having Duffy around uh, last year really um, helped take my, my – mental game to the next level like I like I mentioned earlier and uh, you're always looking to pass that on to to other guys who maybe got their feet wet last year and you know even on the defensive side when you're getting your ground balls it's not you know how how fast can I get rid of this thing you know when you're taking ground balls and BP it's it's hey let's let's do the fundamentals look the ball the way in the glove so that way when it happens in the game you know everything's kind of it slows down a little bit and you know we're making the plays so it you know it, it is it's very helpful to um to have that from your peers when you're playing. 
Really good stuff from Daniel Robertson, who certainly has grown into a big part of the Rays roster, I would say, on and off the field. Hey, the Rays Rookies Kids Club, presented by Outback Steakhouse, has returned for this season. For just $10, kids receive a ticket to every Sunday home game, a Rays snapback hat, exclusive offers, and a ticket to a Tampa Bay Rowdies home match. Sign up now at RaysBaseball.com slash RaysRookies. Coming up on Countdown to Opening Day, speaking of big parts of the Rays roster, you could argue Tommy Pham is the centerpiece of the Rays lineup. He may not be in the lineup today, but he's on our show. We'll hear from him after this. You're listening to Countdown to Opening Day on the Rays Baseball Network. Welcome back to Countdown to Opening Day. Neil Solon's with you from Bradenton, Florida. Dave and Andy will be alongside in just a little bit. We mentioned how important Tommy Pham is to the Rays lineup. Certainly put up incredible numbers for the Rays last year, better than 1,000 OPS, all while learning a new league. And I asked Tommy how and why he was able to accomplish that. Probably the hitting coaches, Moto and Oz, they did a tremendous job um, helping me with um, just getting familiar and adjusting to the American League. You know, granted, I played the AL East in 2017, but um, as far as, you know, the Central and uh, a couple teams in the West, you know, that's all them. You know, they, they did a very good job with the scouting report. And um, helping me identify, you know, my my weaknesses and strengths and and ways to get better as a player. And beyond that, you also did it while playing with some injury, too. And and I I think Kevin had said at the end of last year, there are a lot of guys who wouldn't have played as many games as you did down the stretch with the foot, with the hand. When did you feel fully healthy this offseason? That's a very interesting question. I'll probably say towards the middle of November. You know, my body, was, I felt like it was running on all cylinders. I felt great. But just last year, uh, it's just, it really shows you, you know, what you can do as a, as a person or a player. You know, uh, if you just really strengthen your mental, you know, because um, physically I didn't feel great. But, but mentally, you know, I, I just kept finding ways to, you know, tell myself, like, Look, I could I could play play like this, and I could do it, you know. So, just goes to show you, you know, mind over matter. How does that help you going forward in this year? Because I also remember a conversation I had with Kevin Kiermaier one year. He was dealing with a particularly bad thumb, and he said, "You know what? I tried to do less, and I actually had more success than I did when I tried to do more." Yeah, just know this year, you know, if I'm hurt, I'm playing. That's <laughs> the only thing it, it did for me. It just it taught me I could play hurt. And you played on, obviously, when you were on the field, this team was extremely successful. I mean, you guys won about seven out of ten games when you were on the field. What did you enjoy about the environment last year? Um, and, and obviously a core of that group is back this season. Just watching everyone enjoy success um, because it's contagious. You know, the, it seemed like, you know, when we found that rhythm as a team and, um, you know, after every game we were enjoying it, just – Seeing everyone smile, you know, it, it's contagious. Winning, winning truly is contagious. So just trying to keep everything going this year and even in the spring. I believe, you know, in spring training it's important to win because, you know, you, you, that's something you want to get used to. I was going to ask you, how do you use spring training? Because every guy's different in terms of how they set it up for the regular season. What do you want to get out of the spring? How do you want to feel going into opening day against Houston? I want to feel healthy and I want to feel ready. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, 
offensively, my timing is there. You know, I'm swing, I'm controlling the strike zone, and mechanically, I'm I'm synced up. Defensively, I'm, I want to make sure I'm getting great jumps, taking good routes, making good throws, accurate. On the bases, I want to make sure um, I'm doing everything right, and I'm being um, smart yet aggressive. And just like I, the first thing I said, healthy. So um, you know, I want to check off all those boxes, yet make sure I'm strong and um, physically in in great shape. As you got ready for the season, you also went to uh, the Dominican to play some winter ball. How did that help you as you got into spring training? Because there aren't that many guys who have your experience level who are who are using uh, winter ball. Yeah, um, you're right. A lot of it is um, me wanting to go play for fun, but also fine-tuning. So, um, you know, I, I try to use it, you know, to my advantage to um, – prepare for this season did you enjoy it i mean that's it's a very unique environment there compared to what you'll see in the states very unique um i I didn't hit as well as i expected but at the same time i I did enjoy it i love you know my team down there my teammates and um you know I, i i i wouldn't wouldn't ever ruling out going back. I'm sure there was uh, a lot of fun there. I also had read that you went to, uh, and I saw on your Instagram account, you went to Columbia on an ATV tour. What was that like? Because I think it is important to kind of decompress during the off season too. The most fun I had all off season. That ATV tour was it was truly amazing. I mean, when I, I believe I had six of my friends, you know, old former Ray, Tim Beckham, Malik Smith, and uh, Billy Hamilton. Those were my fellow baseball compadres but you know just the the ATV tour was was a tour of the city you know and it, it's a true off off-roading experience you know you're you're going through water up a mountain down a mountain you're you're seeing you know villages farmland city and um it was supposed to be for two hours but you know we had such a great host he ended up throwing just giving us another hour, and we truly enjoyed it. I mean, every, that's all we were talking about that whole trip was that tour because just to, to see that, that city, that country is so beautiful. I never realized, like, how the infrastructure of uh, Colombia, you know, how well it is, and, and just to see, like, you know, the beautiful green mountains and everything it has to offer is truly, truly amazing. Pretty cool stuff, and and hopefully this year is part of a great journey for you and the Rays. From your standpoint, if this team is to get where it wants to go in October, what types of things do you think this group needs to do? One, we have to stay focused and, and prepare each and every day to, to be successful and continue to grow as, as, as men and as baseball players. Because um, that, that's what this game is about, growth and um, learning, you know. So um, I, I believe we have a, a, a very good team, a great team, I'm sorry. But we have to continue to, uh, to grow. You know, there's a lot of guys who, you know, are getting their feet wet in the league. 
and it's about taking that next step to really show that you know not that you're not in the league but you belong in the league and not only do you belong but you know you're, you're here to stay in the league we have uh, a lot of guys with a ton of potential and it's all about just doing everything you can to reach that potential i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited for um, to help to help guys reach that potential and and to be a part of this process Really good stuff from Tommy Pham. Neil, now joined by Dave and Andy here in Bradenton as we get set for the Rays and Pirates. And uh, Mark Topkin wrote a wonderful piece today, too, about Tommy. And he is a vital, vital part of this 2019 season. He brings a presence to this team, uh, an edge to this team that I think uh, hasn't been there for a little while. And uh, I think he was a big part of the reason why the Rays had that nice run toward the end of last season. But a big uh, presence in the box out in the field and the dugout in the clubhouse. And, uh, you know, as Mark said, he's a little intimidating looking at times because of his focus, because of the stare that he has. But uh, when you do talk to him, you find out he's just a, an ultra uber-focused kind of guy. And uh, you can, you need that guys like that in order to win. I think there's no doubt about that. And as we look ahead to, you know, what he brings to the table, I think a lot of the lineup uh, is almost built around him. Uh, because he can do so many things. He can hit for power. He can hit for, you know, he can run the bases. He can hit for average. And he gets on base and scores a lot of runs. I mean, he's anywhere two through four, I think he's going to be a, an important part. He is an important part of this team. And, you know, again, the buzzword that we've been using a lot here is versatility. He's as versatile as it comes when it comes to mm -hmm. an offensive player out there. Power, speed, uh, put the ball in play, move the baseball, do whatever it has to be done. And uh, really a well you know, a hitter, a true big league hitter as opposed to just a guy up there looking to kill the baseball. And you say two through four, you could probably put him anywhere in the lineup. I, I can envision a moment where you could even lead him off uh, mm -hmm. in particular games against certain pitchers. I think as long as he bats in the first inning, I want to make sure he does that every game. Uh, I would agree with that. He certainly, when the this is the most important number for me uh, when people look at what he meant to this team last year. When he was in the lineup, they were 27 and 12. And, I mean, I know the team was playing well, but I think he was a big part of it. They were about 500 when he went down with that foot injury. So it certainly bears watching. And uh, he's not in the lineup today, but we'll see him in the lineup very, very soon. He'll be DHing next week until he gets rid of some uh, shoulder soreness. All right. Now, in terms of what's going forward on our Countdown to Opening Day show, let's look ahead to next week because we'll have two more vital pieces of this 2019 season. Joining us on the program next week will be Joey Wendell, and Willie Adamas. Of course, if you miss this show, it will be available on podcast on iTunes or RaysBaseball.com slash podcast. Thanks today to uh, Jason Berenger and Tom Ponzo and Derek DuBose back at our studios at Network Control. Thanks to Mark Hayes and Rachel West on site. And, of course, thanks to Dave, Andy, and our guest today, that being Tommy Pham and Daniel Robertson. The Rays getting set to take on the Pirates for the first time this spring, right ahead of their first off day of this spring. Ryan Stanek will open for Dave and Andy, I'm Neil. That's it for openers for Countdown to Opening Day. And Dave and Andy are next on the Rays Baseball Network.